Welcome to Planet Water, a podcast exploring the cutting edge of how water impacts every stage of the way we live our lives, from our physical and mental health to overall well-being. Planet Water is brought to you by Sweden's Blue Water, a beverage company that's on a mission to bring pure, healthy water to people everywhere, at home, work and while on the go while also ending the need for single-use plastic water bottles and the threat they pose to human, ocean and planetary health. Greetings everyone and welcome to Planet Water, a podcast about healthy beverages, mindful hydration for body and mind and sustainability from Blue Water, a Swedish company that's battling single-use plastic with innovative, super-efficient water purifiers, great-looking, sustainable water bottles that come with a lifetime warranty. In this episode, the second of our second series, we'll be talking to two of our colleagues from our US operation, Becky Mikletz, Director of Marketing, and Brady McGrath, Events Partnership Manager. They attended the Sports Positive Summit in London, where over 400 mover and shakers from the world of events, festivals, and venues gathered to get the latest insights into what's shaping the respective industries. I was curious to hear how Brady and Becky found the conference and whether they saw any differences in event approaches between Europe and the USA. I'm Dave Noble, Communications Director at Blue Water, and my purpose is to help people everywhere take a deeper look at all things water, from the way water keeps us healthy, improving physical and mental performance, to the multiple threats posed by chemical and plastic pollution and water scarcity, all being sparked by climate change and ever greater urbanization. For any normal person, it's unimaginable that since this podcast began just a few minutes ago, the grim reality is that several millions of plastic bottles have been sold. 500 billion plastic bottles are used by people every year, a statistic that translates into 66 bottles for every human on our planet. Sadly, most of those plastic bottles produced are not recycled. And that means a huge number are ending up in our oceans and other natural environments to become insidious microplastics. Every day, the amount of plastic dumped in the oceans is the equivalent of around 750 fully loaded garbage trucks. At Blue Water, we care deeply about what goes into our oceans because we care about what goes into our bodies when drinking or washing with water. Our aim is to do business with a purpose. To that end, we put banishing single-use plastics at the very heart of our business mission to give people access to purer water at home, at work, and when on the go. Blue water purification products remove over 99% of all known contaminants, from lead to chemicals and microplastics, and are available globally for a healthier planet. 
If you want to dive deeper into the impact of water on your body and mind, wellness and well-being, mobility, mental and physical performance, you'll find answers on the Blue Water website, bluewatergroup.com. This is Dave Noble. I'm at the Sport Positive Summit in London at the iconic Wembley Stadium. And with me, I have two colleagues um, who have joined us here in London, both from the United States, working for our partners over there, a company called Flow Water. Just want to deeply welcome you to the UK. Thank you. How are you getting on? Oh, I love Good. it. Definitely love the people and it's been really enjoyable. Well, that's really nice. And I'm going to be really nice in my questions to you both because I'm really here to explore kind of attitudes and the conversations that are going on around, you know, making a positive contribution to the environment um, and harnessing the power of sport to do that. And, you know, you work for a water company called Flow Water in the States. Um, we're Blue Water, so we'll try not to confuse the, the names too much. So on my left, and no one can actually see who I'm pointing to, is a very lovely girl called Becky. And on my right is a very lovely guy called Brady. And let's start ladies first um, to see whether or not I can get some information from you about attitudes um, towards the environment and water, especially and hydration in the United States and um, let's start with the uh, focus on the environment and um, this is an environmental conference and we're talking about what more could be done would you see there's any difference Becky in the conversation that is going on in the United States about sports and the environment mm. and here in the UK for example well I think the similarity that I've noticed thus far and then I'll get into differences I think the big similarity is and they've talked about it a little bit on the panels is how athletes really are this good anchor for sports versus the other way around where they've become almost a celebrity to then stand up individually for what they believe in but it carries into the rest of the business and that's super refreshing to see the celeb factor if you will which in the states i would say to some degree can be a little fleeting because we're on media constantly mm -hmm. not that you aren't here but in the states i feel like between tiktok content creation as a whole it's so rapid mm -hmm. And that doesn't always give maybe a, a subject the time to shine that it needs. Or they move on to the next brand deal and it's it's continuous. It's like they have 10 brand deals versus one or two that they're hyper-focused on. Obviously, that's not everybody. But I would say that's been very refreshing here. Even, um, I'm blanking on his name, the one volleyball player that was interviewed was talking a bit about that, though. And in terms of also kind of a cool thing, I've talked to a few people who have already lived in Colorado, which is where we're coming from, that said, oh, yeah, I used to rock climb there. And like I went to this event there and we're talking about how things that they notice there are getting brought here, which is very refreshing to hear as well. So example he gave was the lanyards at a climbing event he went to out here that he had heard of in the States, used climbing rope as a lanyard, almost like that way it was a tool that people can walk away with so it wasn't wasted. Um, Cause as we know, there's enough lanyards and tote bags to go around the world a few times, I'm sure. I have so. to say, I'd never go rock climbing with a lanyard. I'd probably end up hanging myself <laughs> some way or another. You know, you've seen me start along anyway yes. <laughs> thank you thank you for that insight becky yeah. how about you brady yeah, i thought the in, in, initial conversations have been super interesting um just the way that 
is getting looked at from so many different angles. I think all too often sustainability, you know, gets boxed in, especially in the corporate world. Um, they just want to check a box or, you know, make a post. Um, and it's really awesome to see, you know, leaders coming together from every industry who are looking at it from every angle, trying to innovate just like we do with our own products. You know, the iPhone constantly changing, getting way better. Uh, same thing with sustainability. Uh, it's not, it's no longer, as they were speaking before, it's no longer just about renewables. It's not just about one facet of the, you know, there's so many things going into a venue and a sports team and just the entire sports community. Um, even just talking about races and going over marathons, it's like you realize how many single use items there are, even if they aren't plastic. So I think it's really cool here how there's really a multi-pronged approach to sustainability and to thinking about things in, in a really smart way. I feel like in the UK, it definitely seems a little bit more genuine. And that could just be how, you know, I've only been here for a few days discussing this, but back home in the United States, it definitely feels a little bit more check the box off, press release, go back to, you know, the way that things are. So it's really encouraging to see the hard work being done, really looking at what can we do and not just, okay, this is what's supposed to be done. No uh, plastic, blah, blah, blah. But it really a multi-pronged approach that's genuinely creating impact along with really connecting with, I think this event's amazing because we're bringing together the leaders and now the leaders can work together to really bring everyone up to a higher level, really raise the standard of what we consider sustainable because as we know 10-15 years ago sustainability was pretty basic and it was the lowest rung and now we're really shooting up to the highest levels of fully incorporating sustainability into everything we do the way we think the way we speak the way we eat so do you think that uh brady just staying with you for a little while longer um do you think though that the um, obviously, you're going to be taking some really interesting lessons back to the States with you when you go from this summit. But do you think that there is a growing openness in the U.S. as well now to talk about the wider issues that you were yeah, referring to? So absolutely. And that's what I kind of see here is it's like here we see the leaders speaking about it. But back home in the States, it's it's really a ground level thing. I think the corporate higher level is is waiting to do what people already want and I, you know i've heard multiple people refer to it here as you know the younger generation in europe with formula e like that's all they care about is sustainability they'll pay more for a bottle that is sustainable that doesn't have plastic along with a bunch of other things so yeah i definitely think back home it it, it matches that we have the youth along with just a, a, a large portion of the you know all humans now really do care and are waking up and um, I think I think it's really really exciting so Becky would you share that opinion that Brady's just articulated is that something that resonates with you as well yeah absolutely I was thinking about it I think that in America we are we have the strength in the digital space here it feels like the activism is more in real life if you will mm -hmm. and there's strengths in both of that right and that how I described it as being very fleeting that does come from the digital space but because of that yeah, these activists or influencers, whatever you want to call them in social media, for example, they can reach globally, which is pretty miraculous, but it's sometimes that's where that not feeling genuine can kind of come in. And today, even I've really enjoyed how 
genuine people are coming across and how they speak about it. So I think it's a platform difference almost to a degree. It's absolutely amazing because both of you live in Denver, which has to be one of my favorite cities, at least in the summertime, not being a skier myself. But one thing that's always amazed me about Denver, though, is apart from the, it being extremely laid back, is that almost every street has a micro brewery on it and that in one way is also uh, another piece of the puzzle yeah. about how people are changing their attitudes and not shipping stuff hundreds of thousands of miles from yeah. one place on the planet to another just for the sake of selling it so i honestly feel that you know there's a lot for us to learn here in europe also from the states but tell me a little bit about you know what you feel like it's like in denver and what mm -hmm. lessons we can take over here from you over there yeah well, we're both not originally from Denver, so we have a nice look at it. Um, we come from you know, East Coast, Midwest, so it's not it's not like Denver where we grew up. And uh, for me to move to Denver, more West, it's just eye opening that people live with sustainability and not just sustainability, but just with their health and wellness and the community's health and wellness and mental health all in mind. And it's it's really impressive because there are so many places in this world where that's not topic of conversation, it's not top of mind. And, you know, some, some of that is because of low income and things, and that's, you don't even have the time to think about that. But in America, you know, we all have the time. And so it's really encouraging to go to a place like Denver, like Colorado, where everything is composted. You know, people are always getting out, getting exercise, interacting with the community, going to music. And I think it's really a multi-pronged approach to being well is not just being sustainable but being there for your neighbor just eating local drinking local whatever it might be and, and all of that's available in denver and that's that's why i love that state and um I, it really is nice to be able to push that out to the world through blue water through flow water and other sustainable initiatives i think it's absolutely amazing because listening to you um earlier on when we first met a few days ago brady you were telling me about your running and you really are a, a runner doing a hundred mile runs at a go uh, how do you stay properly hydrated on a run like that lots of minerals i think it's very important to remineralize your water um but yeah i mean eating lots of fruits and veggies and just uh trying to stay on top of things i think most people 70 percent of people in america are dehydrated chronically dehydrated i think a lot of people are chronically underfed really sticking to a schedule of regularly giving yourself good water and eating more food than you think you need earlier on in the day uh, just helps you stay healthy. Okay, I know, Becky, that you also work with people who have perhaps mental issues and you help take care of them, um, get them perhaps back on some straight and narrow path where they can make more of their lives than, you know, just living a tragic moment. Um, do you, how, how important when you're working with people on an individual basis is hydration. Does that ever come into your dialogue? Oh, absolutely. And kind of to echo what you were saying, Brady, it's health is not just what we eat. It's what we think, say, and do. And that includes your surroundings. It includes, like we were saying with the community of Denver, it's easy to become, I say easy with air quotes, easy to become healthy because you're surrounded by other people who want that. That was refreshing for me coming from the East Coast where we love our cheesesteaks and we love our beer and we love our couch for sports. So being in that kind of environment and even for me, I thought 
that I was pretty healthy going from California to Colorado, but then I'm a mile high up and I'm dehydrated all the time. And so that was really eye-opening for me, I think, in moving there. I'm like, oh yeah, I've been there five and a half years now and hydration is huge. So to answer your question in terms of the mental health work, it is, it's, you know, we, we kind of treat each other like toddlers to a degree. If you're mm. feeling not well mentally or physically, okay, did you eat today? Did you have your water? Did yep. you get a nap if you needed Go to? Did you walk. get vitamin D? Like yep. the basic human needs that I think a lot of the times gets clouded by, again, all the news coming in, all the media coming in. It's easy to forget our basic needs as humans, mm. I think. So, so friendly reminders can do just that. Why is it then, do you think that Americans are so dehydrated as you mentioned earlier on Brady? Mm. What has caused that I mean, that I think problem? the world is dehydrated, but I think the Americans are definitely dehydrated. I think a lot of it comes down to just lifestyle. Um, you see here in Europe, people walk a lot. They're talking with their friends. They're out for drinks and food. And that drinks and food is much more quality than what you might find at a bar in America. So. I think it's a multi-pronged approach to really, like, like, like Becky's saying, is like, you know, if you're not feeling well, maybe you, all you need is a drink of water and a walk with a friend. Um, but I think media is a little bit overbearing in the United States. I don't see as many people here staring at their phones for the length of time you see at home. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's really detrimental to not only your health, you're just sitting there looking at a phone, but also you're not interacting with a friend, you're not in the sun. You're not drinking water and if you're walking around you need water so it's like when you sit in a, in a house all day looking at a screen you don't really need good water or food it's not on top of mind and mm. i think that uh, the world's really waking up to how basic health is it's really getting out in the sun being with people that you enjoy and you know just liking each moment mm. Hustle uh, culture is very real too yeah. for us in the States, I think. That go, 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 go. It's constant go if you're not, like we've almost been programmed that if you're not doing anything, you're being lazy or uh, like, again, and that's partially the digital space, the downside of it. It's if you during the pandemic didn't learn how to make banana bread and eat that banana bread, but still have a six pack, then you failed. It's like, mm. there shouldn't be that kind of messaging. and. I think that it's very hard for Americans to slow down, yeah. especially if they're not, if they're in New York City versus Denver yeah. even. And The slowdown yeah. is looking at the phone, which really is just speeding you up because, right. you know, you're taking in so much and probably don't need to be taking in most of it. Mm -hmm. Last couple of questions. What are the main taking home points that you're going to have in your baggage as you climb on board that plane? I mean, it's, it's a lot. I think every time you experience a different culture, it just makes you think about things just a little bit different. And here we are at Blue Water, Flow Water. We are the activists within our community. We are the ones pushing forward really purified water, reusable bottles, the connection of those two and how much that can help people and save the planet. So I think that just seeing pe people live it here is just really re encouraging because back home, like there's not as many people in the whole scope of things that are the activists. and. Sometimes you do feel like an activist when it really should just be a normal thing to drink purified water out of a reusable bottle. It's really interesting that word activist because if you go back maybe 10, 15 years, most corporates and companies were terrified yeah. at the thought of being flagged as an activist company. Yeah. Ben yeah. and Jerry's helped change that, of course. But nonetheless, how activist can you be as an activist if you're driving the hydration message forward, do you think? I mean, I think it's it, it's something that everyone needs to know about. I think, and it doesn't just come to, down to hydration. I think 
as we're at this you know sports positive conference all about sustainability i think we're realizing that it's like we're, we're still figuring out new ways of how we're gonna change in the future and it's it's really just keeping your mind open never being locked into oh well this is just how things are done and um you know we see that a lot throughout the world in certain communities where it's like they just don't change because that's what they've done and that's great i think culture is amazing i think that you know you shouldn't just throw things out because you don't like them at the moment but at the same time i think there really needs to be especially as we grow in population there needs to be an oversight of what's happening because when you look at the scale of plastics on a, a global level like the statistics don't even make sense 40 million bottles just in the uk every day like and then multiply that out times a million or a billion it's just like it, it blows your mind and and that's just the plastic bottles let alone the bags and the ivs at the hospital like it's a real big problem and like starting now is all we have to do and you becky obviously i've not asked any nasty questions you're not going to throw me under a bus so what do no you think <laughs> as an activist now what do you think is your path forward um going back from the sports positive conference i mean well i like the messaging that a few of the panelists have given too of reiterating that it requires an army of us you know it's community it's asking for help where it's needed because i think me being in marketing i definitely feel sometimes and i know we all feel this way but that i have to do it all right and the reality is that i can't in in terms of getting the correct messaging because that requires specialists there's a reason that they are out there for esg and sustainability so i feel reinvigorated to start those kind of networking conversations and follow up with people i've met here to hopefully work together then you know they're equally excited about us coming from the states so i think them bringing outside perspective of the uk mixed with that is going to be awesome uh, i'm super excited about it okay so now you're heading back you're going to be on the plane shortly sobs from my side i'm going to miss you both blue water and flow water are coming together um we merged formally uh, about four or five months ago what do you think this new company is going to bring to the planet and the way you operate we're going to kick ass. <laughs> We're going to take it over. I mean, the innovation, the intelligence, the drive, the enthusiasm that we all bring from both sides is just contagious in the best way possible. And like we've just been bouncing around, like I've been saying, like a little pinball on a machine of the possibilities that are out there. And I think if anyone's going to do it, it's this team. That's so. fantastic. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, uh, Brady. on my end, obviously, I work with events and as do you. And I think that's one of the biggest spaces, events and venues for Blue Water Flow Water to proliferate into the market. There's so much opportunity for, you know, saving plastic, hydrating people in a healthy manner when they typically don't have access to great water in large amounts. So just after seeing what we did at the British Open, um, you know, now we have the United States extension of Blue Water. And I just think there's a ton of opportunity all throughout the world. And I really do see us being leaders within event hydration in the very near future. And it's, it's super exciting now that we have, you know, assets all throughout the world. Well, thank you, Becky and Brady, for joining me in this podcast, Planet Water too. podcast from Blue Water. It's been a great honor um, having you here in the UK, thank having you. you at the Sports Positive Summit, hearing your absolutely wonderful insights. So what can I do except wish you both a very safe and activist-driven journey back to America. Thank, thank you. you. Incredible insights there. So thank you, Becky Micknitz and Brady McGrath, both from Blue Water's partner in the US of A, Flow Water.
It's always stunning being able to talk to folks like Becky and Brady to discover firsthand insights of dealing with the key issues of sustainability and hydration that we are facing around our planet, including growing water scarcity and increasing pollution of our freshwater resources by industrial waste, pesticides, chemical and microplastics. Well, we've now come to the end of this Planet Water podcast. I hope you've all enjoyed meeting with Becky and Brady at the Sports Positive Summit at London's iconic Wembley Stadium. At the summit, Blue Water showcased how it leverages the theme, satisfying people's thirst for life without compromising the planet, to underline a new era of its expanding events and venue hydration solutions portfolio. The products included a next-generation water station equipped with a 55-inch all-weather outdoor TV screen enabling flexible digital signage options. This has been Planet Water, brought to you by Blue Water, and this is Dave Noble saying stay safe and talk to you soon. If you've enjoyed Planet Water, please help us spread the word by reviewing and rating the podcast. It'll help us keep making great episodes going forward. If you have a comment or a question you'd like to answer, email me at david.noble at bluewatergroup.com and I'll do my best to get back to you just as quickly as I can. Thank you for listening to Planet Water. Please remember to always talk to your doctor about your hydration needs. We're not doctors and don't provide medical or health-related advice. Please remember as well that the individual opinions expressed here on this program are just opinions, nothing more. Thank you.